yes, yes. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Summit and Thunmit. The Yap Boys are back, baby. What up, Summit? What's popping, bro? Ah, I'm so tired all the time. <laughs> I'm just so effing tired, man. But Same, man. It's that season. It's fucking days are so short and like it's cold. And there's it's busy season everywhere, like busy season at work, busy season with roots gear. It's just it's it's cuffing season, you know what I'm saying? It's busy there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope the listeners, whoever's listening, is uh you know, their cuffing season is going well. <laughs> Shit, yeah, hell yeah. Get snatched up, boys and girls. <laughs> it's cold out there. It's Cut cold <laughs> yeah man it's just crazy busy but uh you know i'm a committed guy um committed to this podcast uh sorry we missed last week it's just had too much going on but um we're back and uh this is the this is the episode leading up to the holidays next week is thanksgiving can you believe that shit yeah bro what the hell wow this decade's about to be over it's crazy man the fucking decade is over that's crazy man that's what a what a crazy decade this has been i almost want to just take a second to reminisce on everything that happened in this decade Okay. I, my memory's trash. <laughs> Where do you want to start exactly? I'm curious. My, my memory's trash, so I don't remember. <laughs> I'll go back to like two months ago. <laughs> you just go yeah. scroll all the way up on your Instagram. Yeah, right. Was Instagram, when did Instagram come about? I feel like Instagram wasn't around in 2009, 10. I think my, my first post, 10. and I was on Instagram pretty early, was like 2012. Yeah, yeah same. I think its inception was around 2009, 2010, but people didn't like actually yeah. sign on to it or, or uh, sign up for it rather until I want to say 2010, 11, something like that. Yeah, 11 or 12 for sure. Damn, crazy, man. What an end of an era. It's uh, crazy. And then like right after Thanksgiving, Christmas is right around the corner. And then boom, before you know it, it's 2020, the year we're all supposed to be dead. <laughs> okay then. was that was that the year what, what was the movie was it 2020 the movie was it 2020 i thought it was 2021 was it, i thought it was 2012 i don't know the point is no that shit actually matters <laughs> we're still alive we're still kicking we're still around that's true what was um, it the mayan myth or whatever yeah I, I feel like it was 2012 or 2021 of those i forget which one yeah, yeah. Anyway, what anyway, you been up to? Um, nothing, man. Just been working like crazy, crazy, like sixteen hour days every day, back to back to back to back. Jeez. Um, just waiting for Black Friday. That's gonna be a big weekend for us. Uh, and then right after that, we fly out to Miami for Art Basel. So that's going to be an exciting, it's going to be a good way to kind of get away from everything for like a short, short weekend. Like, you know, I'm only there Thursday to Sunday, but still it's going to be good to kind of get away for a bit. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, shout out to, uh, shout out to product, the culture they're putting together this uh, really dope 
pop-up event uh, at Art Basel in Miami. At the If you're in Miami, any of our listeners, or happen to be in Miami during Art Basel weekend, uh, come check us out on Saturday at uh, the, what's it called? The South Beach Plaza Hotel. So it's going to be dope. It's going to be a cool, cool little thing. Is there like a specific name for the exhibit that you guys are part of? Because somebody was asking me over the weekend because they said they were going to be down in our basil as well. And they were like, oh, do you know what exhibit um, you, you were going to be at? They, and I was like, I have no idea. They're supposed to be rolling out all that stuff this week. So I'll, I don't even know yet. All I know is I'm going. <laughs> nice. That's it. So, um, But I think all that, all that stuff, all the marketing stuff is going to come out this week, I, I believe. Right. Have you checked the weather for Miami for that weekend? Oh, shit. No, I haven't. Or like what it's like right now? It's a bit further out. It's like two weeks away, more than two weeks away. So Yeah, might, but if you uh, just I'll get an idea. This week. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's nice, dude. I hope it's not shitty. Anything yeah. is better than whatever's happening here. It's just cold and dark. <laughs> Bro, it's highs are like 80, 82, 77, Ooh. 79. Like, That's what I like. You're chilling. I'm gonna break out my white linen pants. Okay, it's not that hot. <laughs> white silk Miami Beach shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a vibe. It's gonna be cool, man. Um, you know, I saw. Um, uh, this is it's not old news necessarily, but uh, Instagram announced that they're gonna start removing likes from people's accounts. I was talking to Hafsa. Her account's already affected by that. Shit's crazy. Really. Yeah, dude. Uh, she was saying she can't see likes on people's posts anymore. Like she can't see how many people have liked it. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, they. I don't know. They started. I know they started rolling it out like slowly, but I didn't realize that anybody I knew was affected by it already. Yeah, I don't know what the criteria was to like. Uh, like, how are they rolling this out? Is it just random, or based on activity, or based on followers, or what? I have no idea. But yeah. yeah um, it's interesting. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm still trying to figure out, like, you know, how I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about it. Um, what, how, what do you feel about it? How do you I feel, feel like it? it's going to affect a lot of different things, right? It's going to one affect the way people post because yeah. uh, I think if they want to try to see like their interactions or engagement, like where are they going to be able to do that on their posts? Or like, is that still information going to that, that is that information still going to be available? Yes. Is it going to be relevant? Yeah, um, yeah, so you right. can still see your own likes. No, no, that's fine. But if oh, so you can't see other people's likes is how it, yeah. is how it works. Got it's, it. That's so what she like, was saying. Yeah, yeah. She was saying that she can't see how many likes I have on my photo, but she can see her own. She can see when the likes come in for her own posts. So, what exactly is the point of that, though? Like, what what are they trying to accomplish? Uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it was rooted in mental health. I think they must have realized early on they must have realized at some point they're like yo we're fucking we're fucking up people's minds like people are just way too addicted and it's hurting people and people are you know going crazy off of this shit i mean so they must have realized and they're like all right we got to do something about it um but like is it is like i don't know is the social landscape of instagram that competitive now where people are comparing their likes to other people's likes and then that's affecting their mental health or is it like i don't know is that is, is, is it just yeah. because of the pressure 2000%. involved 2000% yes 100% yeah 
Okay, um, I mean, if that's really the case, then that makes sense. I kind of get yeah. that. Yeah, right? people I, people will look at somebody else's post and be like, "Damn, he got four hundred likes. I only got a hundred. Shit, like that person's doing better in life than me." You know what I mean? So, like, you take that away, um, you're still left with some metrics, I guess, comments and and um, followers and stuff like that. But uh, it, it definitely alleviates some of that, I think. But like, it's just. I don't know. It kind of blows my mind as to like, this is where we are as a society, that this is how far social media has to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. It, it has gone there. It's just, <laughs> it's mind blowing though. Like it yeah. just, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, why does it need to get to that point? Why did it ever need to get to this point? Why are people valuing themselves based on the amount of likes they're getting versus somebody else? Right. Well, well that's the thing though. I, I don't think any of these things start with any sort of malicious intent. You know what I mean? Like uh, the person that started Instagram or whatever, uh, it was a cool way for friends to share their photos with each other. Oh, no, but, don't get me wrong. I don't you know blame I mean? like, Instagram. I don't blame Instagram yeah, or any of the social like, platforms for it. I'm saying like in terms of what it's become based on the usage and the way people use it, right? Yeah. Why have why has like the social atmosphere of Instagram and the users gotten to a point where people are measuring their success based on how many likes they have versus somebody else like that that to me yeah. is just another mind-blowing aspect of it right because it's like why do you need to value yourself against anybody else to well, begin I, with? I think it's just honestly it's just a um it's just a virtual um personification i don't know if that's the right but it's it's the it's literally the virtual version of what exists in real life. Like Instagram was just Instagram, just a social media platform, um, till we made it our real life. And in real life, people are jealous of each other. In real life, people compare each other, to, compare themselves to each other. In real life, people talk shit about each other. In real life, people disagree with people, argue with people, fight with people do all this shit right like we as right. a society all we did was basically move from real life and presented ourselves in a virtual world it's just it's just a reflection of what actually happens in the real world i don't think you know instagram is any different from what happens in the real in the real world right i think it's a clear reflection yeah i guess like Maybe I I think I'm just different in terms of how I look at all this stuff because like I'm not I'm not really a person who ever gets jealous of like other people having certain things or you know doing other doing things like I don't get FOMO, um, right. like I don't really care like I'm doing my own thing I'm you know I'm busy yeah. with whatever I'm working on or doing I don't really look at other people's stuff and be like oh my god I'm so jealous or oh my god I wish I had that or blah 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 right, right? like right. to me like likes are not a virtual or social currency so I guess for me it's a little bit harder to understand why people put so much stock in that kind of thing but yeah. I get it like I understand that it gets to a point where especially if you're like a business and you're trying to operate your marketing through Instagram or these social yeah. platforms and you're kind of trying to measure not just engagement but also just in terms of likability as a brand right, right? in using that the number of likes that you get as social or virtual currency right like right i get that to an extent but i'm just like why do people care so much you know what i mean like that's <laughs> that's like the that's the thing that gets me because it's people like you know, people, but yeah. this is supposed to be a social atmosphere but this yeah. is now becoming so competitive that it's no longer social it's literally like a lifestyle platform 
Yep, it is 100%. Right? And that's the other thing I, I'm, I'm interested to explore and discover now is I wonder how this affects businesses because so many, I would say like majority e-commerce businesses rely on Instagram. They probably drive 70 to 80% of their traffic to their website through Instagram. And so I'm now I'm wondering like, how is this going to affect businesses? So say I post something for my brand, I can see the likes, but people can't. I wonder what that does. Like, I wonder if other customers were coming to our profile and seeing, oh, this only got 30 likes or this only got 100 likes or this only got 500 likes. I wonder if that was a thing. I don't know. I, I don't. It's going to be interesting to see how it affects businesses. So do you think people or even businesses use Instagram as like, let's say my competitor just posted something and in one hour they've already gotten however many likes. Yeah. Like, damn, if I post something now, I have to get more likes than they did in that one hour time frame. Like, is that I, a thing? I think small businesses and small brands and, you know, accounts do that for sure. Um, uh, I kind of used to do that in the beginning, um, but I gave up this whole idea of uh, of likes altogether a long time ago, about, about two years ago, yeah. um, because I realized that for me, the most important metric was impressions and not likes. I used to post something and be like, oh my God, it's not getting a lot of likes, must mean that the product sucks. But that was not the case because being a business profile, our post was only reaching like less than 10% of our audience. So of course it's, it's only going to get a small amount of likes because it's not even reaching our entire audience. Our entire audience is not even seeing it. Right. Uh, so I switched up that mentality and said, fuck the likes. I said, let's fuck the likes and let's only worry about impressions. So how do I get this shown to as many different accounts as possible? And that that has been a great measure that that has been a great strategy for success for us like you right. know, the more the impressions the more the traffic the more the sales it's been very simple right right um but it's it, this is definitely interesting i mean i i, I kind of want to give props to instagram and facebook for like doing something that i feel like will help uh, alleviate some of the mental health issues that that it's caused <laughs> Um, but on the other hand, Facebook itself, Mark, uh, Zuckerberg was under a lot of fire. Uh, was it like a couple of weeks ago now? Yeah. Because they don't have, they don't have a, um, check for political ads. Like they don't have anybody fact checking political ads or they don't have anybody, uh, screening those ads to see if the if if the information being presented is correct or not, basically, right? Yeah. And so he was under a lot of heat for that. Um, yeah, there he was getting like he was testifying in front of Congress. They were questioning him, and AOC had actually asked a few questions about it that went viral, and it was like, yeah, you know, if I post something that's political and it's inaccurate, yeah, what is the company doing to verify? one it's accuracy and two is it removing that post right yeah and he was just like look that's not our place to make that judgment blah 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 like we have certain controls in place but that's not one of them yeah essentially like really putting you know facebook in a, in a bad light in terms of um making sure that yeah, false I mean, information wasn't being propagated right the way it does like on whatsapp and stuff like there's no way to because yeah. remember like whatsapp did this thing where they had stopped 
group chats from like you couldn't forward something to anything like more than five people or something like that do you remember that oh really or to any oh. groups that had more than five Thank people God. something like that Thank i don't know God. if they actually went through with it or not because it doesn't seem feasible <laughs> to begin with but i know there was a lot of yeah. misinformation going around on whatsapp and that kind of triggered that uh that change within the policy but again yeah. whatsapp is also facebook so who knows yeah. right but twitter literally was like this is an opportunity for us to be to to make a difference and do something that facebook isn't able to do and so they right. decided that they're going to completely ban all political ads and, and uh, information being shared on the platform oh shit is, no way for real? yeah they when did this, this a couple of weeks ago something like that oh, i love the timing of it they're just Maybe like longer. always yeah, trying was... to compete with uh with facebook and instagram yeah, I remember it was like literally right after Zuckerberg was uh, in front of Congress talking about this. So they will actually. So did they say they won't allow political ads at all, or they said they they would fact check them? No, they just said they wouldn't allow them at all. Huh. So it doesn't even need to get to a point of fact checking. It's just this. This is not a platform where uh, political yeah. ads are going to be uh, viewed or accepted, or you know. That's interesting because I I see Twitter as a much bigger political platform, especially considering like the fucking president is on Twitter and is always, you know, rambling on about shit on there. Um, And like every, every single agency has their Twitter. Every government organization has a Twitter account. Every congressperson, senator, whatever, blah, blah, blah. All these people all have Twitter accounts. And, you know, I feel like, it's a much more political environment. So it's interesting that they were like, they're going to do away with the ads. Cause I feel like that would be a great place for all those individuals to place their ads. Cause people are they on Twitter because they, they're, you know, interested in politics. I mean, that is kind of the idea, right? Like you have access to everybody and anybody as a celebrity, as a politician, whoever uh-huh. through Twitter, right? You can literally talk to anybody on Twitter and, yeah. I think, you know, as you mentioned, there's a lot of politicians on there and, you know, the president included, they're free to say whatever they want to say in their tweets because that can only represent what they feel or what they're saying themselves, right? Right. Um, But to have like a political ad or an event or something that just could potentially lead to misinformation, Mm. that's where they have to, they've drawn the line there. Now, who's to say that a a politician can't tweet something that's like, Obviously, they're, they're, they know, can't. Misinformation in general, right? Yeah, they can't. Like, that's interesting. So I'm not really sure what controls they're putting into place to make, to police it. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but at least that is something that they've committed themselves towards, and it's kind of a jab at Facebook for not being able to do that and literally saying in front of Congress that we won't be doing that. Yeah, Mark Mark Zuckerberg looks so dumb in those hearings. Like, I, I, I it's like I really thought he was a much smarter guy and i'm sure he is but like maybe he's just like not good at public speaking or maybe he's just like really nervous in front of crowds like that like he just came off like a 12 year old kid like he was just like um uh uh, um congresswoman uh i was like dude why are you or maybe he was doing that intentionally just to like beat around the bush and not really answer questions like maybe he was, maybe that was like part of his plan i don't know yeah, i thought he was just processing as he was speaking like <laughs> <laughs> but like he's not alone like there are people that are supposed to be smart but then when they're being questioned 
yeah they kind of like you know get nervous or they don't know how to react because i've been watching these impeach uh impeachment hearings that yeah. have been happening this this week and last week yeah. as well and then it's so interesting right because they're literally sharing the stuff that they have experienced themselves but even when they're crossed with a question sometimes yeah. even the smartest people are like uh they they just give it a, a very run around beat around the bush type of answer yeah and so even some of the questions that the, the politicians the uh, the what's it called the committee members that are asking yeah some of their questions are stupid too really <laughs> like, like i'm sitting here like yo are you fucking stupid <laughs> you're you're part of one of the people that are running the country and th that's the question you came up with i know man it's sad but what the fuck are we gonna do Damn. Oh, that's so interesting, though. I, I mean, I, I probably understand why Facebook doesn't want to comply with all this government shit and and in uh, censoring misinformation or whatever because it's probably a shit ton of money for them. Yeah, but at the same time, like they are the re Facebook is the reason that all of this is happening to begin with, right? Like right. the whole Cambridge Analytica thing, the whole uh, political unrest and unease because of the Russian meddling using facebook ads that's where all of this came from right yeah and so like they need to be doing something to put some controls in place and to prevent anything like this from happening again in the future hmm. but you know it's something that we'll have to keep an eye on and see what actually takes place now but we'll see yeah. when's the election next year right yeah yeah 2020 2020 that's right but, you know, all the campaigning, I think the Democratic debate is on tonight. For some reason, every time we record, there's a Democratic <laughs> debate on. <laughs> and I've, I've gotten, like, requests from people like, hey, can you cover on the podcast, like, talk about the debate? And I'm just like, how are we going to talk about it when it's literally happening well, yeah. <laughs> while we're recording? <laughs> Tan, Tan Man doesn't watch the debate. Sorry. No yeah. can do. Tan Speaking Man of debate. <laughs> Speaking of uh, debates, I did hear Joe Biden was like, uh, Joe Biden mentioned that he was not going to uh, legalize marijuana because he thinks it's a gateway drug. And then people were just like, just straight up going at him for being so old and uh, so backward thinking and stuff like that. So that was interesting. I, I did see a lot of that, mainly in the form of memes. So it just sounds like he's lost the uh, young people's votes. <laughs> I don't think he ever had young people's votes, to be honest. I mean, any potential young people that might have <laughs> wanted to vote for him, I think they've, he's lost their votes. I think <laughs> most young people were going for either Elizabeth Cory Booker, or what's his name, uh, Andrew Yang. I... Yeah, I, I kind of I don't know who to, like who has my support at this point, and that's an issue because it's clear that there's no clear front runner. There's nobody who really has a clear vision that I can align to. Yeah, right. I I think you know I'm technically registered as a Democrat or whatever, but I feel like I I'm more uh, moderate. So I'm I'm not like left leaning or right leaning. I just feel like I just want to hear some good ideas, and whoever has a great idea that I align to, yeah, they'll get my votes, right? Like that's yeah. the way it'll work for me. But the Democrats are just like somebody needs to go up against Trump in 2020, and none of these people can really commit yeah. towards having a holistic vision on their politics. It's like everybody has good ideas, but they're yeah. all bits and pieces. They're not like not like one person has all those ideas. You know what I mean? I really liked Bernie, but I don't know, man. 
No, um, I don't know if I don't know if he's gonna be. He would be good for the country. I think he's what he represents is good, but I don't think the follow through would be would lead to be, any good in the country. I think it would be really hard for him to achieve all the things he wants to. He's definitely a visionary, but I feel like we would we would bet we would get sold on a lot of the dreams. But then I think it would be really hard for him to convince everybody else around him to to execute. Right. So I don't know. Enough politics. Yeah, I don't know how we got here. <laughs> so we were talking about Instagram Stupid earlier. Facebook, right? yeah, we were talking, we're talking about, about Instagram, like, you know, brands yeah. and, and, and e-commerce utilizing yeah. Instagram as a platform for marketing and, and, and brand awareness. So yeah. you actually led a, a workshop at the Slashy Summit a, like, what, a week and a half oh, yeah. ago. Yeah. You talked to us about that. You give us a little synopsis as to what you talked about and uh, how, the, how all of that went. Oh, dude, Slashy Summit, first of all, was amazing uh props to my 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 best friend trisha and her whole crew like uh, everybody at brown girl magazine they fucking killed it man slashy summit itself was such a dope place uh it's just such a dope environment it's it's the way i would the way i described it best honestly was uh it was almost as if your it was almost as if your instagram feed came to life like that's what it felt like (laughs) Like everybody that you follow on Instagram, you got to see in person. You got to talk to them and you know, uh, build with them. So networking wise, it was great. Um, got to network with a lot of people. I did a workshop that was just uh, it was for uh, what they call the doers uh, track, and the doers track is like you know these are people that actually want to uh, accomplish it right away. Um, so for them, this course was just. Um, an introduction to e-commerce, like how to get started, how to launch your website and stuff like that, what kind of tools you need. Uh, and so it was cool. And we did talk about, you know, obviously we talked about Instagram and um, and how you need Instagram for your e-commerce. Uh, and then I, it's funny that you mentioned Black Friday because uh, I had posted on my slides, I had posted some statistics from last year's Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I had them in front of me, but it was something like Shopify itself, meaning now there's like a million users on Shopify, a million shops on Shopify. Yeah. Uh, last year, I think it was like around Black Friday last year, it was like 700 or 800,000. And between those stores, they did $1.5 billion in sales just in that one weekend, in Black Friday weekend. Insane. Right. That shit was crazy. Um, the statistic was something like at the at its peak, they were doing like eight hundred thousand dollar eight hundred thousand orders per minute. <laughs> like it was fucking insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Black Friday's coming up. Everybody in the spaces and even in the retail space in general gearing up for that. I've, I'm seeing like brands and companies like starting to run Black Friday sales now, and I'm just like, come on, really? Like. <laughs> <laughs> It used to be the sale would like the doors would open to the place. It used to be the doors would open to the place at uh, I, I want to say um, midnight on Thursday uh, on Friday, basically like th- the night of Thanksgiving th- Thursday night. You would right after you're done eating, whatever you would get yeah. in lines and the doors would open at midnight. That used to be like the early doorbuster shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or it would be like super early. Now it's just like. It's just changed. Everybody's just like taking it earlier and earlier and earlier. People are like, 
<laughs> Let's start black pre Black Friday sale starts November first. It's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Can you not? Can you chill? Yeah, people really test the boundaries with that for some reason. It's like, <laughs> yo. Can you like, yeah, they're going to start doing this like by the time Halloween, like the day after Halloween ends, November yeah. 1st, Black Friday sales start today. Like Exactly. This shit is crazy. Um, it kind of, it's losing its, you know, like, um, authenticity. It's using, it's, it's losing its novelty now. Um, so yeah, but I'm excited. Uh, you know, Roots Gear does, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale every year. Last year was a great year. Past few years have been great. And so I'm excited for our sales that we're going to run. So if you're avid Roots Gear shopper, supporter, follower, whatever, make sure you check out the site on Thursday night, Friday, Friday during the day, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's going to be on all weekend long. Yeah, even if you're not an avid shopper of Roots Gear, go check out the deals. You're going to get some amazing prices. Yeah. Uh, you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, 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 an exclusive for the Yap followers is that I'm going to be running two flash sales, one on Friday and one on Monday. So look out for those. Oh, what if, what if you have a Yap Boys coupon code or discount code? I can do that. Sure. Let's do that. No. Let's set that up. Uh, let's set it up right now. <laughs> uh, the the coupon code will be YAPBOYS, Y-A-P-B-O-Y-Z, YAPBOYS. Um, and it's going to be valid all weekend long. Uh, and you can get well, – how much do I want to give? What, what should we give? 25% off? 25% off. You want to give 25? You're feeling that generous? 25 to 30 okay depending i don't know we'll see Yo, if you guys don't take advantage of this you're, you're stupid because i was about to say 15 percent <laughs> i we don't the thing is we don't run a lot of sales during the year we really don't um yeah. we have like we have like 10 percent off pretty much year round all the time right. um but we don't run a lot of sales maybe memorial day uh july 4th like you know very few like big holidays will actually run a sale so black friday cyber monday is like the real time we actually run sales for so yeah um exciting fun fact did you know why it was called black friday no please educate us you knew you knew no you know you no, know. i really don't actually <laughs> oh really no yeah. way oh, shit. I... <laughs> this was a fun fact i shared with everybody at the slashy workshop too it's called black friday because like um it's the last eight weeks or not even eight like last six weeks of the year and companies that are running in in the red meaning running a loss are looking to liquidate inventory so that they can end the year up in, in the black in, in the black got That's it black friday look at that you guys just learned something i learned something yeah That's so yeah this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um but anyway, Slashy was really cool, man. I'm so I'm so happy I got to be a part of it. I actually got a, a good amount of clients out of it too. Um, uh, people that run brands and stuff that are looking for consulting. Uh, so I've got a few of those uh, that I'm working on. Um, but yeah, it, it was exciting, man. It was a good nice. time. How many people were yeah. in the workshop? Uh, in my specific workshop, there was about 15, I believe. So each wow. workshop had about 15 people, yeah. Is that like, was that the max? Uh, yeah, because like there's, I think there's like two or three workshops happening at the same time. 
Uh, there's like panels happening at the same. There's just so much happening at this thing. Uh, you really need to go in. And I was really surprised the people like this is not me. I am not that kind of person. But there were girls there, there were guys there that like you know because because it shit costs money like the summit is like 150 bucks plus right yeah um i knew i knew this one girl that came from chicago uh i, I knew this one girl that came from Cal- i met this one girl that came from california a lot of people that came from new york i met one of my friends that came from virginia specifically for that there were some people from ohio there was like people from all over and so what they do is like once they buy the ticket and they get the schedule they mark out exactly what they want to attend because there's like panels happening, there's workshops happening. Um, and then there's like a marketplace where you could do shopping and stuff too. So people are like people that are serious with this shit. They'll like, they know, okay, nine 30, I'm going here. 10 30, I'm going there. 10 45, I'm going to do this. So it was crazy. Like, um, but it was really well organized, really well done. Awesome. Shout out to the food vendors there too, man. There was some. I had this. Um, I had this chicken kebab hot dog uh, from this restaurant called Shir Khan up in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, met the met the dude that owns the restaurant, and he's a fucking Drexel grad. Oh, uh, look at that! I think he was a freshman when I was when I was a senior. Um, and yo, that chicken kebab hot dog thing was bomb.com it was so good <laughs> it was really good mad good shout out to you Khan. uh oh your friend now my friend anisha was there with the licorice bake shop that's um, right yeah uh i saw your friend <laughs> yeah now my friend <laughs> we're just stealing stealing each other's friends that's cool um she had like these um uh laddus laddu cupcakes bailey laddu cupcakes that shit was yeah. great um and then there was queen's bully was there obviously my boys um so yeah a lot of cool vendors out there man it's good that's what's up man we need more events like that i think yeah dude because there isn't really other than slashy there isn't really much of a platform brown creatives and people can get together and and uh you know talk shop and learn from each other and share with each other all that stuff It's, it's it's really cool that's true yeah um a lot happened over the past week and a half that we've been gone uh in sports too. Oh yeah, that's right. To just to kind of transition into something different. because uh, <laughs> I because me and you were on talking on the side uh uh when was that? Uh was it last weekend or this past I, I don't know. Whenever that shit happened with uh what's his name? Uh Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett, yeah. Oh my talk about that, please. All right. So for those of you who are unaware of what happened with Miles Garrett, yes. The Browns, the Cleveland Browns, this is football now, so for those of you <laughs> who don't follow sports. <laughs> so the Cleveland Browns are playing uh the Pittsburgh Steelers and Miles Garrett, who was a defensive end for uh, the Browns, a pretty you know pretty big guy, very strong, very good at his job. Um, at, at one point, towards the end of the game, he had sacked the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph, and they, I guess, like as he sacked him, Mason Rudolph like grabbed Miles Garrett's helmet and like tried to pull his helmet off or something, or his hand got stuck. Something happened, right? Yeah. Miles Garrett got upset. So he grabs Mason Rudolph's helmet and rips it off Mason Rudolph's head, right? Fine. Now, fair game. 
Right. Up so till like, now, it's all fair game. I'm cool with everything. Right. Then now, Mason Rudolph gets really upset. He like storms up and you know, basically he's in a fury. Um, yeah. And he's being separated from Miles Garrett by yeah. his one of his like offensive linemen. Not, not really though. Not that much. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't being held back. It was really Miles yeah. Garrett that was being held back. Yeah. Because yeah. you know you gotta protect the quarterback. But Miles Garrett had still had Mason Rudolph's helmet in his hand. And Mason Rudolph is like mouthing off. I don't know what he's saying to him, but he's angry, right? Yeah. So Miles Garrett loses his cool and swings the helmet and hits Mason Rudolph in the head. Yep. Which right is an egregious him. foul, 100%, right? Yeah. And after that, there was more of an altercation. And Pouncey, who's the offensive lineman for the Steelers, yeah. uh, ended up like kicking. Um, yeah. Miles Garrett in the helmet in the head or whatever. Yeah. It was just it was just a bad bad situation, bad crazy. scenario. Things things really flew like flared up pretty quickly. Now and that's the the crazy thing is there's what like thirty seconds left in the game or something like the game pretty much. Over. Yeah, it was a it was literally a game over. There was no reason for anything to even escalate to that point. The exactly. game was literally over. But anyway. Yeah. You know, the NFL had to kind of make a decision as to what they were going to do from a disciplinary perspective. And they decided that Miles Garrett would be suspended from the league indefinitely, which means there is no end in sight in terms of when his suspension will end, right? Damn, dude. I'm sure I know he's appealing the decision now, but at this point, he's pretty much suspended from the league until further notice. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know that part. There was uh, a few other suspensions that got handed out, like P- Pouncey, for example. I think he got suspended for like two or three games, something like that. But oh, Miles Garrett is being suspended indefinitely without pay, okay? Oh, shit. Which is huge. Yeah. So not only is he p- not playing, he's also not making any money. Fuck, dude. That sucks. Right? Mason Rudolph was yeah. fined $35,000, and that's it. That's it. Okay. Which is like the basic foul or basic penalty somebody pays for like a first time offender in that yeah. in that type like for fighting on the field essentially. So it all started because like Garrett really like took him down in a very weird and unnecessary way. Like if you watch the video again, Miles Garrett clearly has the sack, but yeah. either Rudolph just doesn't want to go down or what, but he like literally wraps his arms completely around him. And then kind of like how we used to when we were teenagers, like fight with our siblings, (laughs) like took him down to the ground. It was really weird. And then like kept holding on to him, like, you know, just like kept him wrapped up the whole time. And I'm sure if I'm, if I'm Rudolph, I'm, I'm probably just like, dude, this is fucking annoying. Like you got the sack. We're losing by like 30 points. Leave me the fuck alone. Like they were probably just trying to run down time. Yeah, I guess. I don't right. know. And that's probably what Garrett was trying to do, like delay how quickly they could get up and, and snap the ball again. Yeah. But here's the thing, that's, right? That's probably I, what ticked him off, I'm saying. I'm sure. I'm sure there was probably something triggered yeah. both of them, right? Like there was definitely something that happened there. Yeah. Now, I completely understand the suspension for Miles Garrett. What he did was 100% egregious and unnecessary. And it was, it was totally just out of line, right? Yeah. However, Mason Rudolph is the reason that happened to begin with. Yeah. Because tempers were flared already at that point, yeah. but then Mason Rudolph just got up and started barking at Miles Garrett, and Lord knows yeah. what he said, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. There's no account of that. They don't account for 
any words exchanged pretty right. much. Right. It's ever, just actions. Right? It's, exactly. It's always actions, which is so fucking crazy to me. Like, you know, there's a reason people act out is because somebody must have said some shit, you know? 100%. Um, you know what's fucking hilarious, though? The really funny part is right after he gets hit in the head, he starts like, he starts like you know doing this whole like shoulder shrug like trying to trying to be like hey guys did you see that like <laughs> somebody hit me in the head with my own helmet <laughs> and then he's like looking around because okay l- listen two people who are equally as strong when they get in a fight if one person gets hit in the head the uh, the person being hit in the head goes after the Go, goes after the attacker okay and yeah, yeah. in that instance both of them need to be held back in this instance <laughs> Ru- rudolph gets hit in the head and is standing around like first he's like hey did everybody see that then he's just like <laughs> um uh what, what happens now i'm i'm confused because they they're holding him back but nobody's holding me back so uh, <laughs> like what <laughs> if you watch the video again this shit is so awkward and hilarious like he's just standing there and then eventually one of his teammates comes and just like taps him and goes yo it's cool go over there because yeah. <laughs> it was like yo he doesn't nobody needs to protect miles garrett from mason Rudolph. no it's the other way around like exactly. let's be real miles exactly. garrett is a big guy yeah exactly this shit was so funny to me but damn that sucks man being being um suspended without pay for that long for indefinitely like that sucks yeah that's good for yeah that's crazy the the punishment justifies the crime i guess but he is appealing it so we'll see what happens with that but uh in other football news we also saw colin kaepernick uh finally finally work out for teams again yeah now this was also a very political situation as well. And I don't mean political in like the normal political realm sense, right? No, no, yeah. I mean, from a football perspective, it was basically a charade. It was. It was like, yeah. you know, the first they tried to do it at the Atlanta Falcons Stadium. And they were, I think they, the league had banned uh, Kaepernick from bringing his own film crew to like record everything. Oh, really? So he decided as a protest to move it to like a nearby field of public field, I guess, uh, near the stadium to do the work out there. And I think initially one representative from every team was supposed to be at the stadium for the workout. Yeah. But because he moved it yeah. for that reason, I think only eight teams were represented at the workout. Something oh, like that, right? Yeah. And it just became like, you know, obviously it became it's been very clear. Well, I mean, it's very clear that he's not he's not being barred from the league because of his skill. Like he still has amazing skills and he's still yeah. in tip top shape to be able to play in the NFL. Yeah. But he's created such like a, a bubble around him that yeah. it's hard for teams to really say, okay, yeah, he's worth having on the team. Right. Mm-hmm. And even Jay Z had mentioned and commented on it that he basically turned this into a circus. Wow, turning this whole thing into the into a circus. Yeah. Now, there's a little bit of, more of a backstory there because for those of you who may or may not remember, Jay Z is now I think involved with the halftime show or something for the NFL Super Bowl this year, right? Really? Something like that. He has some affiliation or association with the NFL at this point that was getting a lot of backlash in the in the community 
especially yeah. in hip hop, right? Yeah. But in, in the in the black community for sure because of the whole Kaepernick situation. Right, right, right. And partly the, the people believe that the reason Kaepernick got this workout to begin with was it was the league's way of being like, oh hey, we already settled out of court, so as a show of good faith we want to have a workout for you just to prove that we could do it. Right. And partly, wow. partly that had to do with this affiliation that Jay-Z has with the NFL now. And oh. people are thinking that he, Jay-Z is the reason that the workout happened to begin with. Interesting. Right? I didn't even to think help to help kind of alleviate the backlash that he was receiving. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so, Jay-Z like fucking shitted on the Super Bowl show. Wasn't, wasn't it one of his lyrics in, in uh what album was that on it was on the last album on the 444 album 444 album um he talks about how you know we don't need the super bowl the super bowl needs us yeah so that's interesting to me that you mentioned that he's gonna work with the super bowl again super bowl well he's uh, so I'm, I'm probably incorrect in saying the super bowl but he is affiliated with the league he has a partnership with the league where i think he's doing something with like the nfl's social justice efforts Oh, interesting. Right? And so okay. partly the social justice aspect of it is Kaepernick, right? Right, right, right. And so because of Jay-Z's affiliation with the NFL now, the NFL decided to uh, help alleviate some of the backlash that Jay-Z was getting. It was Jay-Z's right. idea to have uh, Kaepernick do this workout for the teams. Well, Clearly, there worked. was no intent for any <laughs> of the teams to actually want to try to sign Kaepernick and have him play in the NFL again because it seems like there's just way too much turmoil and, and uh, yeah. just conflict around having Kaepernick as a, a member of any team. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. It really is. Yeah. Like he's still standing, you know, by his guns, which is yeah. respect to him. Because yeah. in this kind of climate, that's not easy to do. It's easy yo, to just kind of give in and be like, yo, I'm just gonna go back, do whatever they want me to do, make some money, whatever, right? Right, right, right. Anybody else would have just done that, dude. Anybody yeah, else. Hundred percent. At all just taking the money because it's not like it's it's chump change. Like Especially exactly. a quarterback, like a starting quarterback, makes a fuck ton of money. Like just right. to give that up is crazy, man. Mad props to him. That's him. So what's, what's even me. more crazy is that he was just the first person to kneel for the anthem, right? And there are yeah. other many other athletes that also knelt for the, yeah. for the um, anthem as well, and they're all still in the league on their teams playing whatever, right? They didn't get quite the same treatment that Kaepernick got. It just happened to be right. that he was the most outspoken and the kind of pioneer of that that yeah. movement, right? Yeah. It's crazy how like how much politics plays a role in everything we really do. Yeah, and I can't believe it's been three years. Like that's in, insane. Like yeah, that, man. that happened three years ago. I don't know if wow. you saw the video that was circulating from the workout, but he basically threw this like fifty-five yard bomb with ease. Like oh, it yeah, was a that. monster throw yeah. and he just did it with like, it was like a practice throw. Like it was crazy. Yeah. He still has it. Not to say that he was ever like a great quarterback while he was playing. He was decent, yeah. but still like he's much better than a lot of the, the starting quarterbacks and some of the backup quarterbacks that are in the league now. Yeah. So, Speaking of which, uh, at, at Sunday's game, uh, Sunday's Redskins game, <laughs> which they lost to the Jets. There's yeah. a there's a loud chant uh, at the stadium where people were chanting "Sell the team, sell the team, sell the." Wow. <laughs> yeah, people are just fucking done with the Redskins. Like the Redskins fans are like done, done. I 
I, I put that up on my Insta story. I, I post. I started posting Lamar Jackson highlights because, dude, he <laughs> he is a fucking beast to watch. And I'm like, yeah. yo, this is an easy move for me. I'm a Ravens fan. Nobody's even gonna know. <laughs> right. So many highlights around the league. Uh, uh, not even just the league, but like even even the NBA. So many cool highlights. Um, there was the moment that everybody was sharing with the. Um, LeBron uh, dapping up Kobe as he came to one of the Lakers games. Yeah, yeah. That shit was cool. That alley-oop that uh, LeBron got. Damn, that shit was crazy. So I love following House of Highlights. Man. Those guys, <laughs> those guys, those guys are killing it. Yeah, it's a Desi guy that runs that too. Did you know that? There's two guys, yeah. There's one Omar and I forget the other guy's name now. Yeah, Omar. Yeah. Crazy, dude. Yo, I think this is a good episode. Let's just let's wrap it up. Yes, let's wrap it up. One last (laughs) shout out to my boy YBN Day. I love that guy. Uh, Lost Boy, his album just got nominated best rap album uh, for the Grammys. Man, that shit's so fucking awesome to see. I'm so happy. I'm so proud. Yes, sir. Uh, Shout out Dipsy Hustle for getting the the Grammy dubs. Yes. Yep. 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 so yeah, lots of exciting stuff coming up soon. Uh, if we don't get to talk to you guys, happy holidays from the Yacht Boys. Make sure that's you... right. Happy holidays. Have a safe, safe and happy Thanksgiving, a Christmas, and New Year's. I'm sure we'll speak to you before then, but just in case, <laughs> <laughs> just in case we don't. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, we can squeeze in the episode before. Yeah, we'll definitely try to do that. Uh, yeah. Definitely go check out rootsgear.com for Black Friday. Use code YAPBOYS, Y-A-P-B-O-Y-Z, for yes. 25 or 30% off. I'm going to let Thunder decide that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, definitely man. go check that out. Uh, yeah, take us out, bro. Well, that's it, folks. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of yet another podcast. Yeah, Yap Boys, Summit and Thunmit. We're out. Peace out. Peace. Classics. Classics.